Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melissa C., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New York. Today is Monday, August 14th, 2023, and today we're reading from the Big Book, and we are on page 100, first paragraph, both you and the new man must walk day by day through one paragraph ending with no matter what your present circumstances. And we'll be on that one awesome paragraph only. Today's readers are Michelle Kay for the 12, uh, the 12 Steps. The 12 Traditions are Elizabeth D. Readers of the text, Marge O., Nancy R., and Barbara P. are back up. Our newcomer greeter is Pam S. R., and the second hour host is Tamara C. Reference numbers for Sunday, August 13th, is 20,534. That's 20534. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Michelle Kay to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Melissa. Good morning, everybody. Michelle K., compulsive overeater in Pennsylvania. Number Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, 
except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. I pass. Thank you so much, Michelle Kay. And I will now ask Elizabeth D. to read the 12 Traditions. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. Can I be heard, Melissa? Yep, you sure can. Thank you. The 12 Traditions are, are number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on AAU unity. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, giving up God. Number three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Number four, each group should be a part of accepting matters affecting other groups. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, you're very, you're very diff- It's hard to hear you now. There's a lot of background. Yeah, my apologies for that. Um, not uh, releasing anything I can do about it. Sorry. Okay, so just forge through, but speak. maybe speak a little louder if you can. Okay. Number five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Number six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, less problems money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Number seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Number eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Number nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Number 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always to maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and film. And number 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I appreciate your patience. Thanks. Thanks, Elizabeth D. Um, we could mute now. Relax. Thank you. Awesome. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share. But we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, 
press star 1 to unmute, and once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, and then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today, we resume our study of the big book. We are on page 100. We'll be reading the first paragraph, both you and the new man must walk day by day through one paragraph ending with no matter what your present circumstances. And we'll be commenting on that one paragraph only. And I'll now ask Marge O to begin reading. Good morning, Marge. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you. Marge O from Massachusetts, recovered and grateful. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of the higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. Good morning, everyone. This paragraph, as I made a comment to Melissa earlier, is just so juicy. It's just so full of meaning, especially um, to me, because this um, practically word for word, uh, you know, when I, when it says the new man, I think of that as a, you know, a sponsee or someone that I'm helping through this, um, you know, through these 12 steps, and that we're reminded again that that is the whole purpose of these 12 steps is to bring us to a spiritual awakening where we can accept and we know that we can live a joyous, free life and free of so many things, not just the food, but so many of the old behaviors and so many of reactions that um, I had over the years instead of uh, responses. And that this, when we look back, I realize that the things that came to me when I said, God, this is yours, I can't direct anymore. I'm giving that job up. You're my director. You make the plan for the day. When I wake up in the morning and I think about the day ahead, just like we're instructed, you know, what, you know, what, what are my plans today? Well, this is what I'd like to have happen. And then turn it over and say, maybe that's going to happen. And to know, maybe it's going to happen and maybe changes are going to happen. Things, phone call comes and somebody needs something and it's more important than really what I was going to do or that I just feel directed to help that person or to go somewhere that I wasn't really planning on. And, um, and, and, and to know that not to be unsettled about that. I'm so thankful for that. Not to be unsettled, just to think, okay, I can do that. That's where I'm supposed to be today. That's what I ought to do. And that, and to say, hello, God, as somebody mentioned yesterday, and um, and thank you all day long for different things that I wouldn't have had the thoughts. I just would not have thought that way if if I didn't feel connected to my higher power. And that's what this this book has brought to me personally, is to be able to say, okay, this is, this is fine. And also that sometimes I have to say no, and that's okay too, because I get that instinct that this isn't for me to do, this isn't for me to take care of, this is, you know, for somebody else, just not me. 
so that, you know, to live in a new and wonderful world, to be that happy, joyous, and free, that the, nothing really owns me, that I go to my higher power, and I take quiet time in the morning and at night, and during the day I stop and think about things instead of rushing into it, because my nature is I'm compulsive. I want the answer. I want it right away. I don't want to wait. So this is a wonderful paragraph, and I'm really looking forward to your shares. And Thank you for letting me do service today. I pass. Awesome. Thanks so much, Marge O., for getting us started. So um, before I begin to take names, I'm going to remind everybody that our meeting has many, many participants. And in an effort to hear from a variety of voices, we ask you to share no more than every third day. So please, if you shared Friday or Thursday last week on any of our meetings, if you could hold back so that others may share, that would be greatly appreciated. And um, with that, who would like to share? Rachel K. Rachel. Tina S. K. Tina S. Harlan G. Harlan G. An awesome paragraph, guys. Mary, Mary B. <laughs> Who was that, B? It's Mary B. In the UK. Say that again. I'm terribly sorry. I'm. Yeah, it's Mary M A R Y Mary B UK. Yes. Mary B UK. Super. Who else? Roby L. Okay. Was that Roby L? Yes. Could you spell your name? I'm sorry. R-O-B-I-E. Okay, great. And can we get one more? Anyone else want to get in this first lineup? Uh, Jessie L. Jackie? Jessie. Oh, Jesse. Boy, I'm having a hard time hearing this morning. Jesse, sorry. Jesse L. Okay, super. So here are the names that I have. I've got Rachel K., Tina S., Harlan G., Mary B. from the U.K., Roby L., and Jesse L. And um, great, Rachel K., would you please get us start, uh, get this lineup going? Thank you, Melissa, um, and thanks everybody who does service for this meeting. Good morning. This is Rachel Kay, compulsive overeater from Indiana. And, um, yeah, this is one of those cool Easter eggs that's hidden in the big book um, that it's the 12-step promises, or at least that's how it was described to me, that um, all of the steps, you know, we read the nine-step promises a lot in meetings and sometimes 10-step promises, but all of the steps have these little, like, promises in there but well they're not little they're big and this is what this paragraph says to me is you know if if i persist and that word sticks out to me persist you know day by day this is a it's a practice this isn't you know a one and done it's not a two and done it is if i persist um in working with others and following all these principles um, in my in all my affairs, this is what's going to happen. Remarkable things. 
Um, and, and it's true. It's like, no matter what my circumstances, I me mean, personally, when I got abstinent, I was in pretty bad circumstances, both, you know, emotionally, um, physically, you know, my life around me, I didn't have a place to live. I gotten a best friend divorced. Um, I, you know, and, but it was still remarkable. My life was amazing. I mean, it, it may have looked from the outside like it wasn't, but I, I was truly, you know, reborn um, after trying to beat this disease, you know, since I was three years old. Um, a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. But I have to remember that it's contingent upon, you know, the maintenance and growth of my spiritual connection with God. And it's walking day by day. It's not running like how, you know, I want it now. I want all the, the cash and prizes now. It's just walking day by day. It's a daily practice and persistent, and I'm not doing it alone. Because it says both you and the new man. It doesn't say you. It says, you know, that both of you. Um, I do this with my hand in the hands of others. You know, one hand in the hand of God and the other hand holding on to somebody else, um, you know, whether it's one person or the whole fellowship. So anyway, I hope everybody has a good week, and I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Rachel. I apologize for the dog in the background. Um, uh, next is Tina S., and Tina will be followed by Harlan G. Good morning, Tina. Good morning, Melissa. Thanks so much for your service. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. Yeah, wow, great great two shares. Um, wonderful paragraph. You know, in the AA 12 and 12, it talks about the theme of the 12th step is a joy of living. You know, and this just actually talks about that, you know, and, and I love that it was already shared. It says both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. And, uh, you know, and when I first came in, that was with me uh, walking hand in hand with my sponsor, you know, and, and remarkable things started to happen when I put down the food, you know, when I really honestly, you know, started working the steps and and I started to become a different person, different things started to happen in my life, uh, you know, and I became a different person, you know, and, and then it says, you know, um, we realize these things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned, you know, because what I was planning for 30 some years really wasn't working very well, you know, and so when I put my hand in God's hand and, and loved also what it was shared in, and in somebody else's hand, you know, in, in Overeaters Anonymous, you know, um, great things happen, you know, great things happen. And today, you know, it, uh, if I'm not working with somebody else, I don't got a whole lot of good stuff happening in my life. That's just been my experience over the years. You know, and so selfishly, I work with others, but it's a joy. You know, once I, you know, get out of my own head about what I think it's going to be like, you know, because, yeah, oh, man, I got so much to do. You know, well, I have so, I have such a big life today only because of the 12 steps and a spiritual awakening. That's the only reason I have a big life today and that I have so much to do. And so I make it a point. I make it just what I do, you know, probably daily is working with somebody else. You know, because, you know, I have a life beyond my wildest dreams today and I, and I want to continue that. And so with that, I'm really looking forward to some, other, some more chairs and then I'll pass. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks so much, Tina. 
Okay, next up is Harlan G, and Harlan will be followed by Mary B. Good morning, Harlan. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you very much for your service this morning. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and this morning I am in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Uh, On page 14 of the big book, at the bottom of page 14, is what I call Ebby's legacy, and Ebby inspires Bill to write these words. My friend had emphasized the absolute necessity of demonstrating these principles in all my affairs. Particularly was it imperative to work with others as he had worked with me. Faith without works was dead, he said, and how appallingly true for the alcoholic. For if an alcoholic failed to perfect and enlarge his spiritual life through work and self-sacrifice for others, he could not survive the certain trials and low spots ahead. If he did not work, he would surely drink again. If he drank, he would surely die. Then faith would be dead indeed with us. It is just like that. Now, this is Ebby's legacy that he he inspires Bill to tell us to work with other people, to sponsor. And on page one are the 12-step promises coming to fruition. And what does the big book tell us? That we are going to we are going to see remarkable things if we just walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. Remarkable things will happen. Like I'm still alive. Like I'm at the home of somebody that I cherish very very much. That I have a life that that works today. That I have an economic life where my bills are paid. Where I have a health life where when I go to the doctor they don't scream and yell at me because I'm so morbidly obese. My blood pressure is good. My health is good. My finances are good. These are things that I could not have brought about on my own. And then it says here, the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. My life today in many ways exceeds any fantasy, any dream that I could have ever dreamed follow the dictates of a higher power, not the suggestions of someone, but the dictates of a higher power, and we will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. What is God promising me here through the words of Bill Wilson? He is promising me that if I will continue to work these steps, that my life will catapult anything that my self-sabotaging my character defects can bring down. My character defects and my self-sabotaging and my character defects, they they try to, to, to weigh me down, but if I just keep serving God, I just keep serving God, keep doing the next right thing, sponsoring, very key. So many people today, I'm, I'm not going to sponsor, I don't want to sponsor. Our friend in South New Jersey, she says it best, you're afraid to sponsor? You better be afraid not to sponsor because this is our responsibility. We have a responsibility pledge. I hear my time is out. Melissa, thanks for taking the meeting this morning. With that, I will pass. Thank you so much for letting me share. Uh, thank you. Thanks so much, Harlan. Thanks to everybody for hearing that timer. Um, awesome. My uh, Next up is Mary B., and Mary will be followed by Roby L. Good morning, Mary. Hi there, it's good afternoon from the UK. My name is Mary B and I am a compulsive eater and um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share. Um, 
I'm newish to vision, but I'm not new to OA. Um, and I have read and studied this paragraph before, and it's amazing to me that it highlights how important the fellowship is and that we grow in understanding and effectiveness together. You know, it's an, it's a continuation and an ongoing through step 12. And, you know, I've been a very grateful recipient of step 12 myself recently where I realized that after 14 years in OA, I still hadn't properly, properly, properly surrendered to the physical side of this disease. Um, and I needed to get honest about that. And something remarkable did happen to me. You know, I was willing to literally practice the set-aside prayer of putting aside everything I thought I knew about the nature of my problem being removed through literally just working 10, 11, and 12 myself and actually getting really back to step one and realise that I had been deluding myself really about my abstinence. You know, it had been a gradual slow denial that I'd been in for a long time. And, you know, this is a permanent progressive state of disease and it caught up with me. And thank God there was somebody there who was willing to carry the message with me and, and reset me and work, work back through the steps with me. And I'm so grateful to that person. And I walk alongside with them and I'm studying the book again and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the point where I can really carry a truer message to others through my own experience of what the physical side of, of, of needing to get hospitalised, as it were, around the food again has brought me because it's been transformative. Like This is a level of surrender and absence that I've never known in LA before and I am truly, truly grateful and um, Please God, a day at a time that we've known that way. And um, I'm very happy to be here today. And uh, thank you. Well, thank you. Glad, glad that you're here as well, Mary B. Um, next up is Roby L. And Roby will be followed by Jesse L. Good morning, Roby. Good morning. This is Roby L. from Vermont. Um, gratefully recovered from compulsive overeating. Um, so this is, uh, I felt called to share on this topic when I didn't hear others, um, but, but actually at first I was sitting back because I, I really wanted to hear the shares on such a, you know, how, how this comes true, uh, how these words are true for so many people. This is a miracle, one of the many miracles of the program. Um, and I guess just to, um, so many Somebody said it's juicy. There's so many ways to go with this. But the message I want to give is to the newcomer that if you're like me, when I read things like this, I thought, well, how am I going to know? Like, when is this higher power going to um, guide me? Where's my connection? And um, and it's, it's you know, I did not have a connection to a higher power, and I was nervous that I would be the one that wouldn't get one. Um, but it, it happens. You do the steps and it it comes to you um, and it's yours and that's why nobody's telling you exactly. I think I wanted more instruction about what was the higher power going to sound like and when was it going to contact me. And, but now I see that my higher power 
I have to do the steps. And if I do the steps, then I, I have a higher power. And what that looks like in my life now is doing my, doing, living in 10, 11, and 12. So when I am disturbed and I have to be vigilant to be honest that I'm, that, that there's a disturbance and do the work, uh, of doing a 10 step, whether it's quick or, or deep, uh, and long. And it, it connects me to my higher power. It connects me to the wisdom that helps me to access a way of life that's better than anything I could have planned. And most importantly, it helps me to see how I am getting in the way, just exactly how I'm getting in the way and just exactly how I need to get out of the way. And um, you do that enough time and you have a concept of a higher power. Um, and you start, I, I am beginning, there's a, a, a sense and a feeling that I have that tells me I'm, I'm in self-will right now versus a feeling of, yeah, this is just right. This is what God wants me to do. And then um, the the feeling of when, and I hate to admit it, but when am I kind of pretending that it's God's will, but it's actually me. I can tell that difference too. Um, so I would just send the, the word, like, if I got it, then you can get it. And you just have to do the steps, but you won't get it if you don't do the steps. We're never there, and I have to keep working with others and teaching others, or I lose it myself. And thanks for letting me share. Oh, thank you so much, Roby L. Um, next up is Jessie L., and then I'll open it back up for more shares. Good morning, Jessie. Hi, this is Jessie L., um, compulsive overeater in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Um, I love this whole paragraph. I am, um, I guess, the new man (laughs) um, in this paragraph. Um, And, you know, I'm walking day by day um, with my sponsor in the path of spiritual progress. And, um, yeah, day by day, you know, one day at a time, um, you know, just being able to get through today and get through tonight. Um, there's just such like simplicity in that, like I can do today and I'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, yeah. And then when, when we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have imagined. And that is so true. Um, I've always had an issue with the food, um, among other things, but the food is one thing that I thought like I, I just could never give up. Um, but, but God is, he's, once I surrendered to him, um, he's just doing great things and, um, you know, living in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances, um, I've been able to stay abstinent, um, you know, a little less than a week, even though, you know, life has been really lifey, um, and just so grateful for OA and my sponsor, um, and, you know, God, God helping me. So thank you. I passed. Well, thank you so much, Jessie L. Okay, so I'm going to remind us where we read. We read um, page 100, the first paragraph. Both you and the new man must walk day by day. We read that one paragraph ending with no matter what your present circumstances. And comments are on that one paragraph only. So if you didn't share Friday or Thursday last week, um, we would love to hear you. Who else? Got plenty of room. Joe M. Joe M. Lynn S. 
Lynn S. Matthew G. Matthew G. Yvette L. Yvette L. Maura Z. Maura Z. Sharon P. Sharon P. Anyone else want to jump in here? Okay, so we've got Joe M, Lynn M, Matthew G, Yvette L, Morrissey, and Sharon P. Go ahead, Joe. Thank you, Melissa, for your service. My name is Joe M. I'm a compulsive overeater in Minnesota. Follow the dictates of a higher power, and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. And a couple of things strike me about that sentence. One is that my circumstances are separate from the new and wonderful world that they're talking about. So my circumstances are not what make me a compulsive overeater. My circumstances don't get me into recovery. My circumstances don't keep me in recovery. My circumstances don't guarantee my abstinence. My circumstances don't make me lose my abstinence. Um, If I were to ever go back into the food, circumstances would have nothing to do with that. I've had conversations with people over the years, and every once in a while, people will say that the reason that they went back into the food was circumstance X or circumstance Y or circumstance Z. And I say the circumstances have nothing to do with it. This is untreated compulsive overeating, which is an internal condition. And then the other thing that strikes me is that I get to live in a wonderful world, in a new and wonderful world, regardless of my circumstances. So what is this new and wonderful world? This is the spiritual awakening that I get to then take out to other compulsive overeaters and to other people who I encounter in the day. Um, That I get to have access to that one, that new and wonderful world, which is a spiritual world, which is not me being alone inside all this spiritual you know, um, spiritual good feeling, but it's really me taking this um, renewed spirit out to others, whether it's other compulsive overeaters or other people at my job, in my neighborhood, in my family, etc. So I just love that passage. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Joe. Okay, next up is Lynn S. And Lynn will be followed by Matthew G. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Vision. My name is Lynn S., a compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. This is such an action-packed paragraph. but And I don't know why this is really coming to me, but it's coming so strongly that I, I just really wanted to share it. And it's talking about when we put ourselves in God's hands. And I'm just I'm just getting this vision, you know, and it's a daily thing, but of me actually putting myself in God's hands. And I know we have the third step prayer and all that stuff, and I know we continually do it through the steps, but this is something more for some reason right now. This is really a huge let there be light moment kind of thing for me. Um, 
and putting myself in God's hands and not just daily. Sometimes it might be as circumstances come up or moment by moment, but that act of actually doing it. And I know my life has completely changed, absolutely completely changed so many times in programs, so many times, and especially the last 10 weeks. But I just, I just am so heart-touched. It's so heartfelt, this actual doing this action of me placing myself in God's hands before I speak to people, if I find myself getting tangled up. I don't know why. It's just having a profound effect on me this morning. Thank you for letting me share. A pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Lynn S. Okay. Next up is Matthew G. And Matthew will be followed by Yvette L. Good morning, Matthew. Hey, good morning. Actually, good afternoon for me from (laughs) Southwest France. I'm a compulsive overeater. So grateful for this meeting. Grateful for all of you. And I love this passage. And I love that it, I, I particularly, what really strikes me is it's followed the dictates. And that Bill uses the word dictates here instead of suggestion. And I just love it because this compulsive overeater needs, <laughs> I need to be dictated. <laughs> I need rules. I need to weigh and measure my food. I need to be really clear about what are my alcoholic foods that provoke the phenomenon of craving. Um, I need, you know, strict, strict boundaries and d- clear directions that I must follow, you know, so I can actually have freedom and joy and have a, have a spiritual awakening and be able to truly help others. Um, and presently, I like that it says presently as well, in the present moment, in the here and now, the only moment that I can, you know, um, connect with my higher power. Um, I'm just so grateful to be abstinent, happily abstinent and, and, and free and, and being able to be of help others and, and having my life boom and, 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 and all my affairs. It's just remarkable, this program. It's just these steps, these dictates. I don't know I'm going to call them dictates now, these directions, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, this, this rebel here needs to be, um, I, I, I need to follow the dictates of my higher power. I just really love that so much. Anyway, love to you all. Um, have a glorious day. I pass. Oh, thanks so much, Matthew. Okay. Next up is Yvette L. And Yvette will be followed by Morrissey. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, my name is Yvette, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Connecticut. Um, I know there aren't that many musts in the big book, and, you know, this paragraph has one of them um, that I must walk day by day, you know, both me and the new man. Um, cause I don't get to, you know, stop doing this work. And that, uh, when I did, that's, uh, you know, when eventually relapse happened over and over and over again. Um, uh, but the instructions are so clear, um, in this book on how to, you know, get to that place of, uh, being recovered when I, um, no longer fight. And, um, one of the things I need to do is to keep doing this work. Um, you know, it says in, 
you know, step 10 every day is a day when I need to bring the vision of God's will into all my activities. You know, there's no exception there every day. Um, you know, when I retire and when I awaken, those things happen every day. And if I'm doing those things, then, you know, that's when my life really started to change, when I actually started to do what I was directed to do um, through these instructions. Because they are pretty clear, you know, as I actually learned what they said, it's like, oh, <laughs> it is pretty clear what I need to do. And um, as I've been doing that, you know, my life truly has changed. And beyond anything I ever um, imagined for myself, you know, God's got much better plans than I even have for myself on my best day. So, um, you know, and my daily work is to get out of the way of what um, that power is trying to do in my life. So I'm so grateful for this program. Um, so grateful for these very clear instructions. So thanks for letting me share. I pass. All right. Thank you. Thanks for that, Al. And next up is Maura Z, and Maura will be followed by Sharon P. Hey, good morning, Maura. Maura, go ahead, press star one to unmute. I'm not hearing her. Um, okay, Could you so, call Maura, oh, please? I did. I sure did. Can you hear me? I'm so sorry. Yes, I can hear you. My phone just dropped the call and I had to call right back. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Oh, perfect. No no worries. All right, Maura. Yep, it's your turn. Thank you. you. Grateful. Grateful this morning. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands better than anything we could have planned. This has come true for me many times in my life, and because it has, I've been able to share that with my sponsees. Follow the dictates of a higher power, and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. I walk with my sponsees. I share with them from my experience, strength, and hope. I am able to um, learn from them as well as we walk this path together. And, and, that's, and that's the important piece of it is that we walk this path together. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in this path of spiritual progress. I work my program. Excuse me. I don't work my program. I work the program as best I can. I share that program as best I can with my sponsees and with others, not just my sponsees. I carry the message whenever I can. Um, It is imperative that I make that connection to my higher power, um, something I'm doing more purposefully these days, as a matter of fact, um, and that I share that important piece with my sponsees that it must be that the higher power, God, it, her, whatever you call it, is working in your life and that you are relying on that power and not being self-reliant. Self-reliance gets me into trouble every single time without fail. Um, And that's basically all I have to share this morning. I think I rambled on a little bit three million different directions, but I hope that made sense to somebody. 
Thanks, Melissa, for the opportunity to share our path. Oh, thank you, Maura. Thanks so much. Made perfect sense here. So, um, Next up is Sharon P., and then we'll open it up for more shares. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, everybody. Um, this is Sharon P. I live in Delray Beach, Florida. I rarely share on this line, but this paragraph really spoke to me today. Actually, I heard someone share it at a meeting one day last week, and it just, I love it because it says, both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. I had no clue what that meant when I first came into the rooms of All Readers Anonymous a long time ago, and I struggled with it. I said I was willing to do the work, but not willing to do the God thing, quote unquote. And it took me a very long time to accept that. But because I was willing to do the work, you know what? It kind of just came to me and I finally surrendered, like I hear so many people talk about. Anyway, today I walk a path of spiritual progress. And, of course, it makes it much easier for the people that I sponsor for me to bring them along. Because I truly believe that, that there's a power greater than myself that will guide me through this program. And today I have wonderful abstinence and I have wonderful recovery. And I believe we read somewhere or maybe in another meeting that abstinence is only the beginning because without abstinence, I would never have recovery. To me, abstinence is the food. Recovery is the rest of my life. And so um, that's how I work my program today. Actually, I live my program today. Spiritual life is not a theory. We have to live it. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Uh, thanks so much, Sharon. Okay, so um, we have time for more shares. We were on page Colin one. Colleen M. Yep. Julie R. Ann. Julie R. Julie R. There was someone before Carmella. Julie M. Diane. Diane Ann. Diane, and then um, Julie M. And Julie M. All right, let's see where we get. Um, All right, I've got Colleen M., Julie R., Diane, I'm not sure the last initial, Carmela G., and Julie M. So, Colleen, jump right in. Hey, good morning, everyone. Colleen M. from Maryland. Grateful to cover Compulsive Overeater. Thank you, <clears throat> Melissa, and everyone that's doing service on the meeting. I wanted to um, turn on the, on the sentence, following the dictates of a higher power, you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. And, um, you know, I'm seeing some of these promises coming true in my life. I've been struggling the last couple weeks with a, another addiction that... Um, has kind of kicked my butt and um, and nothing really has changed about my circumstances other than, um, you know, this is where I go deeper with my higher power and um, program. And I have gotten some willingness about looking at this issue, um, which I was not willing to do um, just a year ago. Um, 
and then the, the practice of surrendering. And like I said, nothing has changed in my present circumstances, but I have changed. God has changed me. And, um, and part of that is, you know, because I continue to walk hand in hand. Um, and I heard somebody say, you know, I, I do this with my sponsees. You know, I, you know, I definitely am a different sponsor today. I don't feel like I've got to have all the answers. You know, I'm, I'm trudging this road along with everyone else here. And sometimes one day I may be a little ahead and one day I may be a little behind. But, um, you know, I'm just so grateful that I have some peace and serenity today. Um, and I'm not bound by my, um, my addicted brain that wants to tell me all these old lies that I tend to believe and um, then act on. But um, remarkable things will happen if I turn my life a little over to my higher power. And uh, I just wanted to share that message. Thanks for everyone being here and listening. I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Colleen M. Okay, next up is Julie R. Andrew Lou be followed by... Unless I messed it up, because I know there was another Julie. There's, I got Julie M, but I thought I heard Julie R as well. Is Julie R there? Oh, I'm sorry, I was muted. Ha ha. Julie. Hey, okay. I thought I heard your voice. Okay, go ahead, Julie. (laughs) So um, this is such a powerful paragraph. Um, You know, we must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. You know, our food, we can do 100% entire abstinence. I mean, there's no question about that. But it's like spiritual progress, you know, love and tolerance is our code, all of the things that we hear in the, in the, pro, in, in the program, you know, how, how we're going to live, I'm going to think, act, behave differently than I did before. Um, but if you persist, remarkable things will happen. So that means I can't rest on my laurels. That means I still prepare my food. I, I travel every week. I just got here yesterday in Southern California. I had all my food delivered um, so I can weigh and measure everything for the week. I mean, these things are just habitual. But in, in working with sponsees, I worked with one last night. I mean, we do these things so that we can continue to grow and to work with a sponsee, there is nothing like it. And to get, I just read my recovered sponsees nightly review in my heart. It's like, I mean, the growth, I mean, it's fantastic. So we walk hand in hand. Um, follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your circumstances are, right? I mean, we all have stuff that are happening to us. I mean, a lot of you know my husband had a brain tumor, a stroke, seizures. He's never going to be the same. Actually, he's starting to get worse. My best friend, my sister, has dementia. I'm losing her a little at a time. My older sister is now showing signs of it. I mean, and I could go on with the list, but it doesn't rock my world because I am tethered. I am tethered to my creator. Now, I can lose that tether if I didn't. I woke up at 3 o'clock. I prayed. I meditated. I did the things that I know I have to do, just like drinking water and taking my vitamins or whatever it is. But if I didn't do that, I would become untethered, and I wouldn't have spiritual progress. I would be going backwards in the steps faster than I went forward. So, yeah, we have such a wonderful life 
regardless of the crap that goes in on it, but I need the sponsor. But number one, I have to have my creator, and then I get to do all these other things. Um, and with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks so much, Julie. And um, Diane is next. Good morning. I'm Diane. Thank you for all for your service. I'm Diane in from Georgia, and I'm just thankful for this reading. Years, I'm a recovered, not cured, compulsive overeater. I've been in the room since uh, September 1980, which would be 43 years next month, September. And um, years ago, someone gave this to me, so this passage is a part of my reading. I don't read it every day, but I at least read it every month because it is so vital to have in my uh, list of things that I read in my meditation. And I'm just constantly reminded that this is a spiritual process. You know, I have to walk through it every single day. If I follow the directions, then I can have this dream beyond my wildest dream. I can have a life beyond my wildest dreams. And it doesn't say that, if you know, it says if you follow the dictates of a higher power, you will presently live in a new and wonderful world presently, regardless to how life is lifing me. And lately life has been lifing me. Things have been happening. I've lost two brothers in the last 10 months. And I've just, and then I lost another brother at the beginning of the pandemic. Not, yeah, but not because of the pandemic, but because at the beginning in July. So three brothers in the last three years. And so as I think about and other things have been happening, but I've been able, not me, because of this, the miracle of this program, I've been able to just walk through with, because of my higher power, not because of Diane. It's just I received this gift. If you heard me in the beginning, I've been in the rooms for 43 years almost, but in recovery for almost uh, three, four years, I think, whatever, it'll be four years in next month. So that tells you that I am, I am a chronic relapser, and I know I can still <laughs> go back. I don't know how many, um, I, I'm in recovery now, but I know in me I have plenty of relapses. I know my disease wants to kill me if I continue the way I was going. But during this pandemic, I received this wonderful gift. I resigned from the debate society. I stopped saying, you know, I can do this my way. I know an easier way why I have to work those steps. I just finally started following, took the cat, not my just finally started listening and following directions. So there could be someone on the line today that's brand new to these rooms, a newcomer. Just know that there's hope here. But as a result of following the steps and, you know, trusting God, letting God, following his directions, there could be an old-timer in the room that's like me that was in this disease, in the grips of this disease, and didn't any way out. But there's hope as a result of following the directions. Thank you. With that, I pass. I think that's my time. You got it. Thank you so much, Diane, and, and um, heartfelt condolences to you. Um Carmela and Julie M., I'm sorry we have uh, run out of time, but hopefully you can hang out and um, jump on the, the second unrecorded hour, which would be great. Um, I want to thank everyone who shared today. What an awesome meeting. Um, 
Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today's meeting, Monday, August 14th, is 20,535. That's 20535. And we will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Nancy R. please read a vision for you? Good morning, Nancy. Hi. Good morning. I'm Nancy R., uh, recovered compulsive overeater from Illinois. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.